When the shooting started, young Bill McCarthy was nursing a hangover that had resulted from his heavy drinking the night before. He'd thrown his guts up that morning and was just then attempting to drink his first cup of coffee, standing on Stone's porch, leaning on a roof post in front of the hitching rail. The sun was up now and hidden by a rose-tinted cloud which suited him fine. His head throbbed and the sunlight hurt his eyes. Get over your willies, kid. Sticks Alfred, a sea-bar cowboy sitting on one of the cottonwood log benches at either side of the saloon door with Chick Cunningham, Jack Harris, and a couple other ranch hands, asked the question with a smirk and a wink at his comrades. All of them had seen or heard about him puking last night's bender out by the privy, and the others chuckled as they sipped their own coffee. Alfred passed the makings, and they each rolled another cigarette as they contemplated their next jibe at the young man standing with his back to them. Heavy teasing relieved the boredom of their infrequent day off, and McCarthy, because of his age, was a usual victim. Bill ignored the jibe, his gray eyes hidden under his long blonde hair. Although slouching, his sturdy form spoke of coming strength in his later years. Behind him, in the saloon, the poker game was still going, with an impressive pile of chips in front of Axelby. The game table had seen several players sit in, lose their money, and fade back into the crowd, but Boots had hung in there, twice nearly going broke, but then hitting a good hand when he needed it, which let him stay the distance. He was an excellent poker player when he wasn't drinking, and this time he had stayed sober. Now it looked like he was going to clean the house. Bill hoped so. Boots owed him forty bucks, and it looked like he was going to get it back today. He took another sip of the bitter hours-old brew, the tin cup nearly cold against his lips. Then the dog at his feet raised his head, and looking, he saw a group of riders coming around the livery. A big man with a star on his chest that glinted in the sunlight was leading them. Bill whirled, spilling his coffee, as he yelled back into the bar, Boots! O'Hara's here! Without waiting for his friend to come out, he lunged for his rifle propped by the door, a forty-five seventy shell in the Sharp's business model chamber. Coming up with it, gripping it hard to keep the tremble from his aim, he rested the barrel against the post, took a bead on the man in front of the riders, and loosed off the shot. The hard recoil of the big caliber drove him back a little, though he had instinctively set himself for it. A hundred and fifty yards away, the mounted figure was slammed by the big bullet as if a sledge had hit him, throwing him off his horse and to the ground. The other riders pulled up, then spread out and came at a run, their pistols out and bullets coming back at McCarthy as he stood behind the porch post's scanty protection. The men on the bench behind him pulled their pistols and loosed off shots of their own as they scrambled to find cover, jamming the doorway, jumping off the porch. Bill stayed where he was, and holding the heavy weapon in his left, his right hand automatically grasped the breech lever and swung it down, ejecting the spent shell. Then, reaching for another of the long cartridges in his shell belt, he rammed it into the gun and swung up the lever, closing the breech. 
The riders had shortened the distance considerably in the short time he had reloaded, and bullets jarred the post he was hiding behind, crashed through windows in the bar front, and thudded into the log structure as they came on. At his feet, a man groaned. Cunningham hit in the back as he tried to gain the doorway. Off to the side of the bar, he heard an agonized yell as another cowboy was hit. Bill raised his rifle and shot again, as behind him from the windows and the door, answering shots from those inside nearly deafened him as they roared out against the oncoming riders.' 